rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what's going on, everybody? My name is Tara Devlin. I'm sitting down. I know. I usually I'm standing up at a standing desk, but I felt like sitting today. That's the mood I'm in. I'm feeling like I, you know, stand up, sit down. These are the options. So I'm choosing to sit. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. And I think, um, God damn it, we need more of that. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Just let me get the plugs out of the way. Um, so we're on Progressive Voices, of course. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps get us up in the whatever algorithm. And if people are looking for political talk shows, hopefully they'll find this one or others like it. Well, hopefully this one, but you know. Um, and yeah, they'll learn the truth rather than learn um, to drink bleach. Right? Yes, I see you. Peter, thank you uh, already. If you're on uh, any other channel, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster and hang out in the chat room. That's the chat room I'll be interacting with the most. Uh, I know we, we stream on um, Facebook and I don't know where else. Discord. Do we do? Oh, no, no. What, whatever. You know, Twitch, wherever the hell. But um, I, there's too many, too many screens, so... I haven't yet figured out how to chat with everybody at the same time. And, all right, I see River in the chat room, and I see Peter in the chat room. So come on over and join us, youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. And we're, what else? We're going to talk about, oh, yeah, patreon.com slash Devlin. And I also want to thank the patrons for keeping the show going and growing especially Randall. I want to thank you, Randall. I see you up to your already extremely generous um, patronage. So please, if I really want, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to thank you. If you want to send me an email at tarabustermedia gmail.com and, um, you know, we'll pick something out in the Tarabuster merch store, a shirt, maybe one of these, you know, Therefore, I'm liberal with the brain, or we have a new one, fascism equals death. Okay, and who else? Uh, we have Teresa, thank you for your patronage, and Michael, these are new patrons for December. So, all right, we will keep going and growing. We'll, we'll keep trying to make the world a better place. No, no pressure. So, I'm glad to be here. Um, yesterday I was going to do a show. Yesterday was my birthday and it sucked. All right. I mean, I want to get it out of the way. Just get that out of the way. Um, it's ironic. Everybody, <laughs> not ironic. It is what it is. I have the worst possible birthday day, two days after Christmas. It's right in between Christmas and New Year's. Nobody cares about my birthday. It's been the same way my whole life <laughs> where, you know, people are exhausted. Me too. And I don't know. It's just, this has been a tough life and tough year. But, um, so I'm glad the, 
I, I would be glad to get through the holidays and just put it all behind us for me. Let me speak for myself. And uh, the other thing that really gets to me, I mean, everything is depressing. I've been, I've been sharing, I've been a little bit down and trying to get it out of my head. Unfortunately, I feel like what happened was, see, usually I'm um, a little better at not allowing myself to attach to those negative thoughts and then let them carry me away. But I feel like I have, well, the example is that I've used before is that it's almost like sitting on the edge of a raging river and watching it go by or falling in the river and getting swept away. So a lot of times when I'm, you know, you guys know I, I'm in recovery and I go to therapy and all that. And I, I'm a human. I struggle with the, with life on occasion and just the daily grind and uh but usually in in recovery i've learned and i've been taught these tools of not really uh attaching to those negative thoughts and uh and when because i and also considering when i'm down when i'm feeling a little down and not not 100 percent myself that uh it's it's like having a cold you know you're when you have a cold or uh, any other sickness when you're under the weather, you have to take care of yourself, right? You might go to bed early, drink water, and take vitamins and all that. Same thing when you have a cold, <laughs> when you're stinking thinking is uh, acting up for me. So I would, one of the things that I try not to do is listen to those thoughts when I'm in that space. And usually I say, thanks for sharing, bye. But I think it's been relentless and I noticed whatever I've been attached to these thoughts and I've allowed them to carry me away. And it gets a little, I don't know, you start th th talking yourself into a depression then. And that's, I mean, I'm talking, let me talk for myself again. Talking myself into it and feeling like, it's incredibly overwhelming, but and then I'm kind of trying to bring it all back to the bigger picture because we're we're all connected here. Uh, I'm not alone. It's not, it's not um, a coincidence that I'm telling you. I'm I'm talking to people. I'm reaching out to people, calling people and whatnot, and talking and chatting. And people are everybody's struggling for the most part. It, it does feel like um, we're all um, having a hard time because these are hard times and i all together given it all all of the issues we're dealing with the pandemic the you know and, every, and everything that comes with that isolation sickness grieving for for over 700,000 families in this country and there's so many other things that we grieve for that i grieve for Personally, I grieve for the children going through live shooter drills. I grieve for the people who, well, the, the, the workers in Burger King who are assaulted by a bunch of COVID idiots um, over the past couple of days. I mean, it's ridiculous. And one, yet again, seeing videos from whatever, whatever airline, uh, of people acting like complete assholes 
I'm, I'm, I don't know, guys. I'm of the opinion or whatever. I'm, ho- I'm hoping, I'm hoping that maybe we're hitting bottom with the cruelty. Is, have we had enough of that yet? Cruelty of not giving a shit about anybody else but ourselves in this country. Let's put it, let's put it, let's bring it home. I truly believe what's wrong with this country is, I mean, we're, we're spiritually sick in this country. We talk a lot about uh, Jesus, right? They talk about a, a lot about family values and, uh, and how much they love Jesus. I always remember George W. Bush. What did he say? They asked him who his favorite philosopher was, and he said, Jesus, of course, because what other philosophers do they know, Really? You think they're, they're not sitting around uh, discussing philosophy. They're discussing how to uh, line the pockets of the 1%. Jesus is a means to an end to that. And I really, uh, I wish this was a Christian nation, quote unquote, right? Or uh, I wish they really were that, um, you know, uh, they adhered to family values whatever that what is family values just another buzzword for being a dick you know they have taken everything that's supposed to be decent and turned it into uh, just another excuse to be a bunch of dicks all right hold on a sec just gotta take a sip of coffee i don't know that to me I'm, i'm done i'm over it probably because I'm not feeling well myself. I'm, it's like the drop in the bucket. Eventually the bucket, the last drop will tip the bucket over. It doesn't seem like, well, it's like drip, drip, drip until the whole goddamn thing goes over. But I don't, I, I don't think it's just me. Everybody, so many people are feeling stressed. And then I know it just driving, <laughs> driving around, seeing people. Um, you know, it just doesn't seem to be much um we're in this together kind of mentality and so we're gonna i don't know we'll talk about it and that's what i what we do on the show and that we talk about here um this is unapologetic liberal talk and i'm of the opinion here here's what i think we've talked about this before fixing how we fix this hold on a second my name is tara devlin i don't know i don't really need that music right now there it is. All right, we're back. Hold on. But the <clears throat> the cruelty is out of control here. Let's start. Actually, let's start here. Why not? Since it's on my mind. Did you see Donald Trump Jr. recently uh, in the past 18 hours or whatever? He, well, came out, he, he spoke to a bunch of conservatives slash fascists slash traitors. That's what they, it's really the same thing. I know I repeat myself, <clears throat> excuse me, but here's from the Baptist News Global. That's what it's called, Baptist News. Donald Trump Jr. tells young conservatives, <laughs> Young conservatives following Jesus's command to turn the other cheek. He tells them that that's gotten us nothing. 
Well, well, it all depends on your definition of something, doesn't it? Where is it? Hold on. Oh, that's why. I'm trying to find the 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 website to show you. That's not it. Just to show you the whatever. Boom, there it is. <clears throat> Donald Trump Jr., one of the nation's foremost apologists for the win-at-all-cost politics of his father, the con man, told an evangelical Christian crowd on December 19th that they've got to spend half of... Wait, wait. That they've spent half a century turning the other cheek, as Jesus taught, and it hasn't worked out for them. Well, it depends. Like I said, it all depends on what it, what your definition of gotten us nothing and what does that mean gotten us nothing yeah according to a greed centered ghost of the gilded age the only thing that matters is greed clearly that is what donald trump jr is reminding the american sheeple and the dupes who are stupid enough to vote for conservatives he's telling them that greed is the only american value as I've said, that's what, that's what Republicans have done, and conservatives of both stripes, of uh, Republican and Democrat. They have turned the American, whatever, the American exper experiment into a joke, into yet another exercise in human, in the failings of the human condition. And that this is why the, um, this this government, the country that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, it's not the country, the government, because that's what they fought the revolution for, to create a government. I know that the Republicans hate government. They hate, they talk about, they want to take government and shrink it and drown it in a bathtub, which is a really pleasant image when you're thinking about, because the, the, they want you to think about a, a baby? Being drowned in a bathtub? That's the image there. This family values Jesus-loving cult wants you to think about when you're um, dreaming of drowning go the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. Of, uh, of all, out of, uh, risking it all. Life, liberty, right? Their lives, fortune, and sacred honor. They risked to entrust that to us. And, yeah. It's um, what the Republicans have done is they have brought it down to their level, or at least that's what they're trying to do. And they're, they're getting there because for the first time, the United States is on a list of backsliding democracies. But that's because of this. They have taken what, this e pluribus unum, the general welfare, any, any thought that we had for each other as a, as a country and a community— They've turned that into um, weakness. If you care about your fellows, your fellow Americans, your fellow humans, you're weak. And that's what he's saying here. They just proved me right yet again that greed is the only American value. I, I got to ask, are you okay with that? I know I'm not. How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer? 
I mean, I think our one of the things I I was actually talking to Robin Kincaid earlier, and we, you know, I was asking, have we hit bottom yet? What do you think? Wait, hold on. Is something wrong with the volume? One, two, three. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay. You guys hear me? Okay. Maybe I misunderstood. I saw somebody in the chat say, "Oh." I thought they said volume. They're saying something else. Okay. I don't know. All right. So what what was I saying? Um, are you okay with that? Are you okay with greed being the only American value? I don't know. I think that's why why we're um, in a list of backsliding democracies, and every American should be alarmed about that. Really, I am. It breaks my heart. Not only that, it infuriates me. But that's kind of the same thing. And really, that's what depression is. It's anger turned inward. So, you know, I think that a lot of us, it's part of that, just the frustration of um, of seeing this, of being, a, of having to, I don't know, a feeling in a lot of ways very uh, powerless especially watching and the frustration i guess that's what it is watching the watching the republicans do what they do lie cheat steal um and rig gerrymander kick people off the voting rolls all, all kinds of offenses and um i guess i don't know some people don't seem to think it's a problem Actually, you know what's weird? Um, I got, guys, you got you know you guys know that I'm in recovery. So I was one of the good things I guess about the pandemic is that well I don't know if it's good, but that you're able to go on Zoom and <laughs> I don't know what we do if there were if we didn't have that ability. My God, it would be so much worse. But to go on Zoom and go to I'm, I'm able to and those in recovery, you know, we can go on Zoom and go to meetings all over the world. So I've been going to some meetings in Ireland, um, some well meetings that generate yeah. that are that originate in Ireland, and uh, well, it's, I guess I feel uh, it's nice because it makes me think of my grandmother and. Uh, also, uh, I want to get the hell out of here, so who knows? Uh, whatever. We'll see. And watch it, or talking to the people in Ireland, um, I was saying how I, I want to get the hell out of here if it goes full fascist, blah, blah, blah. We were you know, laughing. And there's another person in the room who's also from the United States, and he's not from... He's not from the uh, blue states. He was from, I think he was from Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. And he was, uh, it was a little bit weird because he was so confused. He was like, what do you mean? You know, um, where, because I said something about where a backsliding democracy and it, this was the meeting after the meeting when we were just chatting casually. And uh, he was so confused he's like what do you mean as if i was somehow seeing something that wasn't there and and to me i was like guy hey listen you gotta you gotta pay attention what are you watching what are you reading what are you seeing but maybe nothing 
That's the problem. A lot of people don't want to, they, I mean, I get it. They don't want to know what's going on. I, and that's another thing that we, I keep hearing. I can't deal with politics. I can't, um, I got to turn it off. I got to tune it out. But people are doing it for mental health. And I completely understand. But honestly, that is part of, that's why they do it. Uh, because they've done studies, especially on negative ads, and the Republicans are masters of the, of that. They um, run negative ads for the uh, byproduct of, uh, of of what studies have shown that people get turned off by by negativity, and they don't participate. So partly why they why they create these negative ads is because they want to discourage people from voting. They're turning you away from the entire system. And that in itself is goddamn disgusting. Really. Think about that. That in itself, as very insidious as it is, goes to show you yet again how much Republicans really don't like democracy. They never did. And it's not Republicans, it's conservatives in general. Conservatism is a fundamentally anti-democratic ideology. And as a, as a student of history, and, oh, actually, there's so many things I want to talk about. Um, for, you know, guys, you know, I, I love history. And um, today um, I was talking to a friend of mine who is, it turned out, was also an anti-vaxxer. And that's another story, which got me insane, because this is a very smart person and who I respect. But she, uh, and she's also a cancer survivor, and she was telling me how the, um, she basically saying how if you're, because uh, she was asking about the New York mandate. There's a mandate that you have to be vaccinated and boosted now in order to eat in a restaurant in New York or go to a show or whatever. And she was saying how uh, something about Nazis and the Gestapo. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? She basically saying, oh, they're asking for your papers, please. Papers, please. You know, as if that's in any way, shape or form um, related to what happened in Nazi Germany. And no, uh, for all the Nazi... Uh, they're seeing Nazis uh, at at every vaccination site. But for all of that, they're not seeing seeing the Nazis right in front of their face, (laughs) which is the Republican assault on voting and everything else that they're up to. So anyway, I'll get back to that other story. So let's get back to Donald Trump Jr., Donald Trump Jr.'s speech at the Turning Point USA gathering in Phoenix first was reported by Relevant Magazine under the headline, Biblical Scholar Donald Trump Jr. Tells Young Conservatives That Following the Bible Has Gotten Us Nothing. And just the words that he speaks there, the way that he phrases, gotten us nothing. Us? Who's us? Gotten you? What are you, th- what are you supposed to get? out of turning the other cheek. You're supposed to be a human. How about join the human race for a minute? 
think about the spiritual laws of the universe, that greed isn't a satisfactory substitute for being a decent human being. You could put as much shit into that black hole that you call a soul and it will never be enough. That's why Donald Trump Jr., he is a, he's really a damaged person. They all are. All these right-wingers, Donald Trump Jr. especially, he, he's a, he, you know what, I would almost feel sorry for him if he wasn't such a horrible monster, a fascist horrible monster who doesn't have the courage to stand up for, to his father or, or stand up for himself. He's just a horrible waste of human DNA, especially somebody, you know, who uh, murders beautiful animals for fun. These people are, they're gross. They bring nothing to the table but cruelty. And that's supposed to be their birthright. The, just the way that they take the lives of animals who, for no reason, they just want to see the light go out of their eyes like a, like a serial killer. There's no difference. In fact, the, uh, well, we know how serial killers start killing animals. You know, they usually, first victims are animals, but they, in fact, the, one of the serial killer documentaries I've watched recently, one of the, um, one of the doctors or, or, um, I think it was a doctor who was examining the serial killers, you know, trying to, one of the profilers or whatever said that the, when they talk to serial killers um, it rem and they talk about how they hunted people and hurt people and murdered people and took trophies from people, they say if they, if they talk to hunters, they sound the same way. You know, where they think about some uh, great kill that they got. I don't, I don't get this. That's probably why I'm talking about it, too, because doesn't make any sense to me what is so fun about murdering something i don't understand it i really don't but that's what donald trump jr and the rest of the republican party their message is oh well you don't understand what murder what's so fun about murder okay um it's fun and we don't give a shit and we're going to do whatever the hell we want regardless of how it affects not just other people, but life on the planet itself. Other creatures, people, the environment. That's it. Selfishness and greed are the only value. And, uh, really. Well, same thing, right? So, uh, where is it? Biblical scholar Donald Trump tells young conservatives following the Bible has gotten us nothing. And then it was reported by Paul Wenner of The Atlantic under the headline, The Gospel of Donald Trump, which was a great article, and I want to read that, too. While none of the Trump family has strong ties to any church that's demonstrated any pattern of church attendance, Trump Jr. acknowledged in his otherwise incendiary speech that he knew he would ruffle some feathers. And isn't that the point, right, for Republicans? They want to ruffle feathers. They want to drink your tears. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them getting away with uh, being dicks, you know, without being challenged. It's uh, all over the regular media, the corporate media. They'll, they, they talk about it all the time. They'll say, well, they, they're motivated by 
uh, owning the libs or drinking liberal tears, and which should be followed up with, that means they're not patriots, they hate America, and they're sick. How hard is that? Is that, I mean, that's sick. If your whole philosophy, your policy is, uh, is designed to trigger somebody, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's designed so you're going to make your fellow Americans cry. You know who's crying? The people who, who uh, uh, <laughs> while the rest of the world has universal health care, uh, the American people are dying because they're cutting their friggin' diabetes medicine in half. Oh, Donald Trump Jr. is not offended by that in any way, shape, or form. That's progress. That's the American dream for somebody. For them, the American dream is being able to ride you mercilessly to the bank without pesky government telling them to play nice with the plebs. That's it in a nutshell. That is. That's it. That's why they hate government. And that's why they want to corrupt government and turn it into an appendage of their affairs. Because... It's, uh, it's so much easier to steal that way. Democracy is not supposed to be... Um, it's, not, it's, a, it's not supposed to operate to make a few people very rich without apology or concern about anybody else. And I gotta ask, how much longer? How much longer? How much longer are we gonna take it? While, um, where is it? Donald Trump Jr. acknowledged his other, in his otherwise incendiary speech that he knew would ruffle feathers by ill speaking, <laughs> by speaking ill of the teachings of Jesus. Exactly how he believes conservative Republicans have turned the other cheek in America's culture wars was not clear. Of course, they haven't, but they always position themselves as the, as the victims. That's another part of the conservative ideology, professional victimitis. Look at, just go, look at any fascist movement. They're always being picked on. Everybody's picking on them. Like, the Polish were picking on the Nazis. When, that's why the Nazis had to invade. Right? It's all about uh, being mean to the poor, poor fascists. God help us. I don't know, guys. Another, before I continue with this, wait, hold on. I want to say yesterday, for my birthday, the only good thing that happened, well, whatever, besides that I woke up above ground, <laughs> was that you guys, you, you guys, Mark, our millennial correspondent, reached out and you guys made some videos, some happy birthday videos for me. And I don't even know what to say. I was literally uh, bawling in tears watching them, crying, and um, I, I can't believe it. I'm so touched. And I honestly, I, it's, I don't even know what to say. 
I have no words, which is rare. But Mark C and Shadow Star Ace on the in the chat, and of course Mark, our millennial correspondent. It was so great to see you guys and to see your faces and to see you in action and uh, Kaya and um, little Comet in the in the video. It was really. Um, honestly, you made my year with that. Thank you. And I, I'm going to start crying again, so I better, I better stop. But Mark said he's, and there were some other videos um, that he w weren't, wasn't able to send right away, but he will, he's going to cut it together, he said. So I'll post it when, when he's done. But that was just great. Thank you. And thank you, Mark. I see Mark in the chat. It was so nice to see you, Mark, and um, see your your face. And it was, wow, I, I just am blown away. And I watched them again this morning and it cried all over again. So, and it made me feel like that's why we're, we're, we're in this together. You know, that's why we're doing the shows. And we're, we will, you know, we are making a difference. And it does make a difference. If it's making a difference for us right here, it makes. Let me speak for myself again. It makes a difference to me because God, I don't know what I'd do without you. Really, this is not easy. It's not easy living here in this United States of serfs and lords. The frustration. It feels like one step forward, two steps back. Some. Some say some nights. <laughs> you have a good face for radio, Mark. No, you have a good face. You got a good face. Don't sell yourself short there, kid. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. But it... Oh, all right. I'll keep... I just want to say thank you again. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And... Uh, that's what keeps us going, too. Yes, thank you, Steve. Steve says happy birthday. Thank you, and see you. I see you, River. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Terry and Jim and Steve and Mark. And who else is here? Peter, of course. Paradu and Rognez. Is that Rogs? RS, nice to see you, Terry. All right, guys. Let's get back to this because i guess also the 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 subject of tonight what i wanted to talk about because before i do the show usually kind of preparing all the time basically you you prepare by keeping informed and also seeing you have to keep up with what's going on during the day too but today a lot of there were a lot of stories it seemed to me maybe they were just coming up for me um how how people are acting horribly but what do we expect when you when we've lived through the um well the past 4 years of course that was just a symptom of the sickness that was already there if this was a um if we weren't so divided and uh so so sick in this country with we wouldn't have we wouldn't have a trump there would be no way that's like 
think if, for example, if he decided to run for office in New Zealand, it would never happen. He wouldn't, he, he wouldn't get out of the gate. You can only have a, a so-called leader like him if you're sick. Who votes for that, right? Unless somebody has a gun to your head, why would you pull the lever for a con man? Give a con man keys to the goddamn kingdom. You gave him keys to the treasury, and he he's put his, his lamprey mouth around the treasury, and he ain't letting go. He, there's still, I mean, all over the globe, too. What was that? I just saw this, actually. With Trump is, is actually being, where is it? <clears throat> Trump, he's getting paid by, by England. Right, Trump Golf. Oh, yes, that's it. He sued the PGA, but there was something else. He was also getting money from other governments for his golf, for his shitty golf courses. Everywhere, it's just a scam. You know, this is what he does. He understands. Um, he know he's a he's a con man. He knows how to, I guess, uh, grift money out of the government. Probably because the government, governments in general, are who's uh who's in charge here you know you're dealing with people with who are just uh bureaucrats okay trump wants some tax giveaway that he probably helped write into law um you know who's gonna stop him but that's the way it is they are he's just a con man he's a con man and anyone who votes for the con man is part of the problem they really are. I don't know. Don't you think? Hold on a sec. Oh, yeah. Here, let's get back to... Uh, let's get back to the gospel according to Donald Trump Jr. So... Mm -mm -mm -mm. Where is it? Sorry, guys. It's all right. I'm not... That's my New Year's resolution is to not beat myself up <laughs> when I can't find an article online. I mean, it's part of, it's got to be part of the charm, the charm of the show. I don't know what happens. I, let me show you my, my whole screen. No, I can't. Ah. Like, right here this is what i'm looking at so there's a lot of windows open so it's hard all right let's get back to work i'll start here yeah this is the article i wanted to read the gospel according to donald trump jr oh my god And let's just remind everybody. I mean, this guy, is, he's sick. In fact, remember a couple of months ago we were playing him on his cameo appearances? He, he started to sell birthday shout-outs and, and whatnot on cameo. 
And people were kind of speculating maybe he's doing it for drugs. Doesn't make, I, hey, he's, he's, I, I'm not criticizing him. He's, he's sick. He's got a disease. He hates himself. He needs to go to rehab, but he doesn't have the courage. He's too much of a weakling to ask for help. He doesn't understand that asking for help is a sign of strength. Right? That's why he'll stay sick forever. Because he also knows that, and he'll probably die of the disease somehow, or some um, symptom of it. But, yeah, he's, a, he's vile. And I love this article, so let me read it. By Peter Weiner, W-E-H-N-E-R, from The Atlantic. The, and it's called The Gospel of Donald Trump Jr. Just this first paragraph says it all. Donald Trump Jr. is both intensely unappealing and uninteresting. <laughs> nailed it, nailed it. He combines... In his person, okay, corruption, ineptitude, and banality. This guy is nailing it. Boom, boom. He's hitting it. Each each sentence is, it's it really, he sums him up. He is perpetually aggrieved, obsessed with trolling the left, a crude one-dimensional figure who's done a remarkably good job of keeping from public view any redeeming qualities he might have. That is... That's uh, music, really. That's the lyrics to a song right there. There's a case to be made that he's worth ignoring, except for this. Don Jr. has been his father's chief emissary to, ma to the MAGA world. He's one of the most popular figures in the Republican Party, which goes to show you how doomed we are. And he's influ influential with Republicans in posi positions of power. He's also attuned to what appeals to the base of the GOP. So from time to time, it's worth paying attention to what he has to say. Trump spoke at a Turning Point USA gathering on December 19th. He displayed seething nearly pathological resentments. Playground insults like he led the crowd in a Let's Go Brandon chant. Uh, tough guy slash average Joe shtick. And a pulsating sense of aggrieved victimhood and persecution. All coming from the elitist, extravagantly risked, allegedly, <laughs> son of a former president. Of a so-called president, who received fewer votes. But, okay. But there was one short section of Trump's speech that I thought was, uh, I thought, particularly revealing. Relatively early in the speech, he said, if we get together, they cannot cancel us all, okay? They won't. And this will be contrary to a lot of beliefs, because I love... This, this is where he goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Jesus. Um, and this will be contrary to a lot of beliefs. I'd love not to have to participate in cancel culture. I'd love that it didn't exist, but as long as it does, folks, 
We have better be playing the same game, okay? We better play T-ball. Oh, no, we've been playing T-ball for, like, half a century. When they've been playing hardball and cheating? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, no, they're not. The lies. It never stops. Accuse your enemy of the very thing for which you are guilty. Another page of right from the Nazi playbook. It's not a, it's not a coincidence. If it quacks like a Nazi and goose steps like a Nazi, it's a Nazi. It lies like a Nazi. It's a Nazi. These are Nazis, guys. And every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. Give them a minute. They're working on it. You know? For real. Oh, oh, we don't have death camps? Maybe. Not yet. I would say 700,000 dead. That's a lot of dead. I don't know. That's not... I mean, what do you say? There's... I don't know. When people who love to be lied to... Uh, this is another... Uh, Okay, but there's one short section of Trump's speech that I thought was particularly revealing. Relatively early in the speech... Oh, yeah, I read that already. We've been playing t-ball for like half a century while they're playing hardball and cheating, right? Yeah, right? No, bitch. Wrong. We've turned the other cheek, and I understand sort of the biblical reference... The biblical reference? You don't understand shit, asshole. You've never read the Bible. You never did. Neither did your, your, your con man daddy or your bitch sister or your bitch stupid brother. Pardon my French. I understand the mentality. You're talking about Jesus' teachings. You effing... Filthy, greed-centered sociopath. I told you they hate Jesus. If Jesus came back again, they would crucify him again. Because Jesus was crucified by the conservatives. He wasn't crucified by the progressives. He was a progressive. That's what it meant. I have not come here, what do you say? Uh, the, old, the Old Testament says... Eye for an eye. What do I say? I say turn the other cheek. That's progressive, you dumb. Oh, no. Well, they've, they've distilled the teachings of Jesus down to things that have nothing to do with spirituality. They're nothing but cruelty. They took the ancient socialist hippie and they turned him into a version of themselves, of their cruel, filthy, greed-centered selves. And now they're taking the teachings of the so-called savior they pretend to worship, and they're nullifying that too. Turn the other cheek? Oh, I know the reference, guys. But what have, what have we gotten? What does that get us? Yeah, because what is inner peace? It's nothing, right? What What is that when you can, um, I don't know, bang a fucking porn star, right? Well, I mean, well, you got to pay her off, but hey, 
It's worth it. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, f Jesus would love it. These people are vile. They're all vile and they're hypocrites. They're the hypocrites that Jesus warned us about. And there they are. The ones who said that they were, well, that's what Jesus said, that they were the ones who would proclaim themselves the holiest, holiest of holy, while doing everything they can, the evil, just evil. And um, which brings me, I don't know, earlier today I was perusing the internet. No wonder I'm depressed. And I saw a video of Alex Jones going on about how he's upset because Donald Trump Jr. I mean, not Jr. Donald Trump said that, um, you know, the vaccine isn't killing people. And that really upset him, apparently, because he wants to kill more people, clearly. And he said that, but in the, in the rant, he was um, going on about how Hillary Clinton is evil and Dr. Fauci is evil and Barack Obama is evil. He was listing off a whole bunch of, of well, Democrats, prominent Democrats, and I don't know what Dr. Fauci is, but um, telling, reminding everybody, who all the idiots who listen to him, that they're evil. And I was like, evil? What the fuck? What is evil? What's evil about expanding healthcare? Uh, now I know, you know what's evil? Greed. The greed of the insurance racket. But where I'm sitting, I see that everything that they want is what's evil. You know, when you, you reduce your, um, whether you are going to get healthcare or live or die, um, um, down to if you can afford it. That's evil? And Dr. Fauci's evil for what? Telling people to wear masks or um, get vaccinated and for giving people advice, working for um, in infectious disease for generations, really. When, while these assholes are coming up with cons, how to separate dupes from their money, Dr. Fauci was working coming up with uh, drugs for what what did he do you know working on the AIDS crisis working on drugs that are keeping people alive now if I don't know that's evil though that's evil everybody I'm I'm baffled now because I'm baffled how do how do you have a functioning democratic republic with um, half the population stupid right dumb dumb and evil and I'm talking about republicans dumb stupid evil and uh, spreading it. They just got to spread that. This Let me spread the good news about what? What kind of Jesus do they worship? Their Jesus, the only holy obligation is, I guess, gay bashing. That's it. 
forget well everything what what is jesus's teachings the the famous well of course um the beatitudes right i had to memorize the beatitudes more than donald trump jr and also i've having been raised catholic i went through religious instruction and all that i've read the bible I'm sure Donald F. and Trump Jr. hasn't. What are the Beatitudes? Blessed are the poor. Where are we? It's so sickening. These fuckers. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for, though, for they will be comforted. Oh, ha, ha. Liberal tears. Ha, ha. Blessed are the, 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 those who mourn. Ha, ha. Fuck you. Drinking your tears now. That's the Republican way, right? Blessed are those who mourn. Why should we give a shit? Well, about people who are um, killed, maybe going to the movies or going to school. What about toddlers? We shouldn't give a shit. Uh, blessed are those who mourn. I'm thinking about the parents mourning their children. That they, they did nothing but send them to school in an American fucking city. That was their mistake. Blessed are those who mourn. So we will drink your tears, right? Republicans. How much longer, guys? I'm asking. And this is why we talk about this. Because I really hope we get to the point where everybody's as sick as I am about these efforts. And for one thing, I have to say, a lot of, I don't know, in a lot of ways, or maybe I'm delusional, I think that, um, I think that, I am a little bit, I don't know, ahead of our time. <laughs> Not that I'm so great. I think that we, what we're talking about here, I mean, we're, we're the progressives. So of course we're ahead of our time, you know, what we're, and what we're, talking about is nothing it's not out of the ordinary and it's nothing outrageous or radical we are advocating for policies that unify the people unify the country give a or let's let's say let's not use the word give um lay the infrastructure of freedom that's what we're talking about that's what public schools are that's what public roads that's what a public um health care system would be part of the infrastructure the infrastructure of freedom and that's how it has to be framed so we unapologetically we're advocating for those policies and no matter what guess what we're not talking about things that haven't been done in the country either for brief period for a very short period of time when the american middle class was actually cultivated and created from the ground up that's these policies were in place 
uh, the policies of high marginal tax rates on the rich, pro-union policies, that, and also pro-union, um, uh, what do you, just the, the sentiment of the elected officials with FDR, one of uh, he was a big proponent of unions. That's why it's good to hear Biden talking about unions and being such a, a supposedly, we'll see, a strong advocate because we know what happened with Barack Obama. Now, Republicans say he's evil for what? Yeah, oh, I guess maybe he's black or something. Is that what makes him evil? I don't know. He's evil for expanding health care to people. What's evil? That's evil. But they're not evil, though, for doing nothing but making this country, the income disparity and upward immobility, worse. That's not evil, though, right? Evil. It's incredible to me. And when you, when you do that, what, what, are they, what, is, what do you think Alex Jones is doing? He's setting up a stochastic terrorist. That's what they're doing. When you call elected officials evil, you know, I could I call Donald Trump evil, that's for sure, and um, the Republican Party, because they are. Because they're liars. Because their, their handling of the coronavirus pandemic, and initially especially, killed helped kill 700,000 Americans and counting. They helped divide this country. That's evil. It's evil to go to Bob Woodward and say, oh, this is a, a doozy. This one, you're, 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 this, you don't stand a chance. That's what he said to Bob Woodward and then went to the American people and said, it's nothing but a flu. That's evil you son of a bitch and that's why you know accuse your enemy of the very thing of which you are guilty and th what do the democrats do Th that's why the democrats have to get they have to get not only smarter but they have to get unapologetically uh pissed and start taking back the mantle of patriotism call these effers out for what they are. It was good to see when um, AOC and Raskin, right? They were they were live streaming or live uh, adding live commentary to Mark Meadows when he was... Was it Mark Meadows? No. You know, not Mark Meadows is the chief of staff. Who's the other one? Oh, Kevin McCarthy. I always get those two mixed up. They are the same generic white man. That's what they look like. But Kevin McCarthy and his professional victim mode that's what they do um railing against what um things that the american people want love and need and aoc and raskin were um they were adding commentary in live in real time unapologetically calling them uh, what does she call them agent smiths and and things like that you got to mock them and shame them and and um uh, you know, well, they really are shaming themselves, right? It's not like they're making it uh, difficult. <laughs> and I, well, oh my God. 
Pookie's mama, Irene, thank you so much for your super chat. Happy birthday, Tara. I really appreciate it. It's so cute and sweet. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Thank you. I love your confidence in me. And thank you, Matt, for your super chat. And thank you because you, because of you and all your your super chatter friends and all the patrons, we'll keep the show going and growing. All right. What are you going to do? What's the alternative? Maybe one day, maybe one day. We'll, um, oh shit, I forgot to press. Uh, oh, look at this. Emmett Brickowski on Rockfin. Rockfin is really filled with a lot of uh, bleach drinkers, it seems. And Emmett Brickowski on Rockfin writes, If I was as stupid as you, I would shave my ass and walk backwards? Oh, wait. Rock wait, hold on, Emmett. I get, let's see. That. There you go. Another scintillating commentary from the American uh, right-wing fascist traitor assholes who, I mean, I wish they would drink bleach. Right? But, okay. If I was as stupid as you, well, what, for, for what? What's, did we get something wrong? What's, what's stupid? Did I say something wrong? Did I? I mean, if that's the case, what what's wrong? Point it out. Well, I'll wait. I no, I won't wait. But um, <clears throat> that's who they are. You see, they don't have anything to offer. If I'm a stupid as you, let's come, Brandon. That's what we can do. Let's come, Brandon. Why don't you talk? I mean, <laughs> I would shave my ass and walk backwards. I mean, first of all, we know that's not your joke. You, you copied and pasted it from somewhere. And the most, I guess, I guess that's the best. That's the pinnacle of life for these people. They go on the internet and that's the thing that's what they contribute nothing you know what i mean nothing i don't even know what to <laughs> so if i might that do but that you so tell me what's stupid what did we say wrong did did donald trump jr not say that turn the other cheek isn't getting them anywhere isn't getting them anything i should say not anywhere anything because they're all about things that they shove into their to that whatever excuse for a soul and that's really it they are uh very sick and uh they hate they just hate they hate humanity they're sociopaths and they make the world a worse place and you know if you're a normal a normal functioning or trying to be a functioning democratic republic you don't elect sociopaths who who suck who think that greed is is good 
That's it. You don't elect those people. You don't make them your leaders. Uh, and anybody who votes for people like that, that just that says everything about them. They're vile. There's either there's many things it could be. Okay, just give me ten minutes with any one of them, and I I'll be able if they're honest, which is doubtful, because they're cowards, and uh, they would never have the uh, courage to look at themselves, to assess what's working, what's not working. They'll just walk around um, hateful, and they'll inflict their manias on others. And, yeah, that's what that will substitute for them. That's what, um, that substitutes therapy. See, other people, normal people, adults who are uh, capable of functioning in a democratic society, people who are adulting, you know, they grew up. They're not just... They didn't just advance in age. They matured. And um, not that everybody's perfect, but the Republicans, never maturing, never, ever, ever learning anything, never taking in new information, never, never thinking about anybody else but yourself, especially in the moment. I mean, if you can shove more money or shit in that that empty pit that you call a soul then that's all that matters right it doesn't matter who you step on who doesn't uh you know doesn't benefit who it doesn't matter who who because the only thing that matters is more 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 for people who are so sick that um they, I guess they never, they, there's never enough for them. So they just hoard another zero on the bank account and they think that that makes them a human when it, not, it doesn't. It actually proves how inhumane and sick they are. Uh, really? What did I say that's wrong? Anybody? I'm just waiting because I'm all, I'm all about um, learning and if something is wrong we're not we don't want to pass on misinformation so tell us anyway whatever but you know what I'm saying it's a lost cause they're dumb if I'm a stupid like you it's fascinating to me stupid like you give me an example but that's all they got they're but it proves my point yet again. You see, that's who they are. They're child. They're, they're child. They're children. But children grow up. They've turned. Um, I mean, that's what it is. It's so embarrassing. It really is. And I think about not because being a student of history and knowing. You know, all about the rise of the Third Reich and fall, thankfully. There's so many, there's so many similarities. It's not even funny. Ugh. Yuck. Yuckity yuck. Well, what do you expect, right? Just like, what did, what did Trump say? Losers and suckers, right? Why? Why would you turn the other cheek? Why would you be a decent person? Because you know what is an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. 
That's what that is, Donald Trump Jr., you dumbass. Of course they don't know. They don't know spirituality. I mean, this thing about humans, as we all are human, I mean, we are spiritual beings in a human experience, right? Which is how it goes in the rooms. And it's true. Human beings are, whatever for whatever reason, we have that spiritual nature in us that we seek the uh, the divine. It's been described as, and I, I have an opinion on that, and I think, and here it is. I'll tell you. That's why we're here, right? We're talking. We're talking for real. Um, my opinion is that. Um, we are spiritual beings in a human experience and the reason is it's because we understand somewhere our higher selves understand that we are that we're all connected and that's that's it that's spirituality that's my i mean that's what i consider that's my spirituality that's why we are i mean that's why i study buddhism because i do believe that i do believe that um, now I don't believe there's a giant man on a cloud making a list of who's naughty and who's nice. I think that's really kind of ridiculous and says everything about the people who created that deity, why they had to create it as a, as a man, as a giant human who, give me a break, stupid, especially that giant human um, has all the mysteries of the universe, knows everything, knows every, counts every hair on your head, and all he cares about is whether you masturbate or uh, go to the bathroom um, that they think your pee-pee should be in. It's ridiculous. That's spirituality to the, I don't know. Being a gay basher, they think that's spiritual. Um, attacking children who happen to be trans instead of embracing them you know children who are trans they need to be embraced and nurtured and loved and assured right how fucking hard is that you monsters you monster republicans you know make a world worthy of humanity you know don't be a dick how's that the um that's all it is that's all woke being woke is about that's why they hate it woke i saw something on on twitter some one of these republican fuckers was like <clears throat> wokeism the dangers of wokeism and i explained to them not that they care that what are you talking wokeism is just not being a dick that's all Try, just take one, one iota of energy, of all the energy you expend during the day, and channel that into not being a dick to somebody. Right? If somebody says, I want to be called whatever, you know, by, by this name, you say, thank, oh, great. That's it. Now, welcome to being woke. It's not that hard, but that's it. That's Republicans. It is. It must be hard because they can't not be dicks. Why do they? Why are they dicks? Why? What are they getting out of it? It's because clearly they hate themselves. If you want to get 
I mean, we're, now we're psychoanalyzing them, which I can. I do psychoanalyze them a lot. Like Jane Goodall studied the apes. I study Trumpanzies and Republicans. And they need help. They really do. They are effed up and they're hateful. They hate the, they hate the world. They hate, they hate America. That's for sure. They hate everybody in it. Just about. The very definition of patriotism is, um, you know, care and concern for your fellow countrymen. So basically they, they're not patriots in, in any sense of the word. That's for sure. But that's it. That's all being woke is. No, and that's why they rail against it. And they also rail against everything that we need to have a functioning democratic republic. And that, that includes public schools. That includes living wages and uh, high marginal tax rates on the rich. So a intergenerational aristocracy does not develop. And that, that's the, the thing um, when you hear pundits on corporate media and whatnot talking about raising taxes or taxes in general, and they talk about high marginal tax. Oh, the Democrats want to roll back Trump's tax cuts and all this shit back to whatever, uh, you know, th some paltry percent. They, th th you'll never hear the corporate media put, well, connect the dots and inform the American sheeple that high marginal tax rates on the wealthy prevent they're purposeful to prevent the development of an aristocracy, an intergenerational aristocracy. That's that. Is, what the fuck is so hard about that? Corporate, corporate uh, bastards. What's so hard about that? You know what? They don't want to do that. They don't want to put it together, or tell. Well, they might know that, but the American people don't need to know that shit. They want, we want the American people dumb enough to vote for their own demise, to cheer their own demise, to when, when uh, Twitler gets up there and says that he rolled or he did away with the death tax and the assholes all clap. They all applaud like a bunch of morons applauding for Trump University degrees. Idiots. A, a, a tax that none of them will ever, ever pay. Ever. Because they don't make enough money. No, I mean, a handful of people pay it. And you're talking about a handful. Not a lot. You could probably memorize their names. Ridiculous. And it's because, you know, aristocracy and democracy don't coexist. Why don't the American people hear this constantly, hear this on a loop? No, they don't, because the corporate media, they will, the corporate media benefits. They don't, they may not like Trump, you know? A lot of the corporate media don't like that asshole because he's, he's an agent of chaos, and he's a horrible, person of course but they won't um they they like his policies you know they like the tax giveaways and the 
um, the fact that the American people can't save 400 effing dollars and that 80% live check to check, that's a disgrace. That's an effing disgrace. That's embarrassing to me. And everybody should be embarrassed. In every corporate media show, that should be on the, on the crawl. But it's not. That's why, you know, um, during the Trump debacle years, the American people, the, the middle class, went below 50% of the population. And we talk about it here all the time. We bring it up. We talked about it when the article came out. And we continue to bring it up. But um, I never hear that. I never, ever, ever hear that on corporate media. And it pisses me off. Because, you know, what is corporate media supposed to be doing? In, in a functioning democracy, corporate media would be informing the people that um, informing the people about what, what, first of all, how we cultivate a democracy and when the pillars of democracy are under assault, that we need to ensure that those assaults t <laughs> stop, right? So when they assault schools and they attack unions and they attack the American people for, oh, well, for example, now, um, well, we know all during the pandemic and after they're saying how, oh, the essential workers, hooray, hooray, right? But nobody, don't pay them, don't pay them living wages. They're lazy bastards who don't want to work, right? It, well, what is it? They pay people living wages. Maybe they'll go to work. Um, but who wants to work? for seven fifty an hour and possibly lose your life. I don't know. And how about women who, or parents in general? The American people, we don't have daycare health. Uh, we don't have daycare. We don't have health care. They, they want you to, um, they just want you to work and die and not and, and not complain that don't pester your betters. That's it. They want to, they're putting together the system that the founders rebelled against. That's it. They want you to, um, they want you nice and, and desperate and malleable. And so you don't pester your betters. And that's why they want to, that's why they're destroying public education. <clears throat> they hate, oh, and the assaults on teachers in this country is um, appalling. But we should also be alarmed, all right? Who wants to be a teacher? You got to be, and then you got to be assaulted and attacked constantly by these assholes, who, parents. In, my, my cousin's a teacher. I have a my actually two of my cousins are teachers and it breaks my heart my cousin says she said if i could do it all over again i would not be a teacher even though 
from the time she was a little girl, she was, that's what she wanted to do. She used to, when she was little, she used to play school and wanted to play, to be the teacher. And she used to pretend that she was setting up a class as a little girl. And this is all she ever wanted to do. And that breaks my heart because that's the what that's what the kind of people you want to teach. It should be valued and treasured. And people should be paid living wages and, you know, shouldn't be attacked and under assault constantly, especially the teachers union constantly under assault. Because what what do Republicans hate? They hate the community, of course. I mean, everywhere. They hate unions. So, of course, they're going to attack the teachers' union because the teachers' union is one of the, in my opinion, all of, well, first of all, public education, it's a pillar of democracy. So, teachers' unions. Um, uh, I've, I've even heard... Some of people who I would consider, or they consider themselves to be liberal, knocking the teachers' union. I mean, this is what happens when you repeat something constantly over and over. Oh, that they protect bad teachers, as if that's a fucking thing. If there's, like, so many bad teachers, you know, protecting bad teachers. Like, um, you know as if that's the reason you would want to destroy the entire union because some teachers are bad. I mean, I fucking can't stand it. I just can't stand the constant... It's the same shit, you know? They constantly use the same old canards and people fall for it all the time. When the American people, you know, um, we need... We need education. This country's dumb. We are the second least informed people on the planet. I wonder if that's changed, actually. I think it used to be we were the second. It was the Italians were the first. Isn't that interesting? But you know why? Because they also have that right-wing media. They have, let's see, um, least informed people. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what comes up. Yeah. Well, hey, well, here, here again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. We're now with at least informed. Oh. Oh, it just says study U.S. adults who rely on social media for news are less informed and exposed to conspiracies. Of course. Hmm. Well, we know that watching Fox News makes viewers less informed than people who watch no news at all. Hmm. The least informed people are also the loudest. Here's a study from 2019. Look at that. New research shows that the most outspoken people often know the least but think they know the most using pew research they they suffer from an illusion of knowledge they think they know well that actually reminds me let me lower this a little because it doesn't matter 
Um, it reminds me, I was speaking to a friend of mine, I was told you guys earlier today, I was talking to my friend who I really love and she's amazing. Um, she is a cancer survivor and just a great person in general. I love her. And uh, I was shocked, appalled, dismayed and disappointed that she's also an anti-vaxxer. Um, which distressed me and we we started having I don't know came up she started because she's talking about uh, something about the Gestapo in New York checking your vaccination as if um, it's your it's your birthright to go to a Broadway show unvaccinated you know what I mean and then possibly endanger <laughs> others I don't know it's crazy and um, she was going on about the vaccine and it's really distressing and i'm like where the fuck are you getting this shit i'm doing my research where 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 so we have people who are educated they go to okay they go to undergrad they go to grad they go to get their doctorate they need to publish papers they need to do research that get gets published and peer-reviewed and um you went on fucking facebook so who 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 am i gonna believe now will i believe the um the other the rest of the human race the four billion other humans that have taken the vaccine without incident or or you who went on facebook and then I also, you know, we know the the stories we've been hearing, the anecdotal evidence. I know for a fact. It's nobody's lying to you. This is what I said to her. I said, you know, I work in television. I work uh, in news. I've worked in live news and things for TV stations. And God, nobody is nobody's making shit up. Nobody is. Um, we don't have the energy. People don't have the energy to do it. People are getting through the day. They're somebody who's a scientist or working, coming up with these vaccines or whatever. They're going to their job. They're going to work. They're going home. You know, they have lives. They're not, nobody's coming up with a nefarious plot to what? And to what end? That's the other thing. In fact, I, I didn't ask her. I was, now that I'm thinking, but I don't really want to get into it with her anymore. But I was like, what? Well, I'm thinking now, what? What? To what end? Who cares? Who, like, we're going to track you? Who cares? Nobody wants to track you. No, who wants to put you in a camp? What? Unvaccinated? This is a big uh, ruse. We wanted to know who wouldn't take a vaccine and then put them into a camp? Unreal. Uh, that's why it's, it's crazy making. Everybody's PTSD. Because this is what we got to put up with. And it's heartbreaking. Um, let me see. Jacinda Ahern, right? From... How do you pronounce it? I always have a hard time with her name. Jacinda Ahern. Oh, no. Adern. Adern. That's it. Jacinda Adern. 
from uh, who is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. She was asked why the um, why New Zealanders aren't uh, at each other's throats with this bullshit. Why they're not storming Burger King and screaming at Burger King employees' faces about tyranny. And she said, because we don't have uh, the Rupert Murdoch media here. We don't have this lying fascist right-wing media. And that's it. And, the, and guys, you, you know it. I know it. That it's the media. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Oh, shit. What happened? Who's the, now we, ha we have a troll? Looks like a Russian troll. Hi, cool. Isn't that funny how uh, right-wingers need so much help from Russian trolls? It's amazing. Well, not amazing. It's They're traitors. And they're not even hiding it anymore. Look at, look at how proud uh, Tucker Carlson is that he's getting covered. He's getting covered on, uh, in the right wing, I mean, in the Russian press. They're giving him a lot of praise for being a, a mouthpiece for autocracy. This piece of shit that he is. And excuse me, but what else is he, really? <sighs> Mamma mia. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Where am I? Let me see. Turn the other cheek. What? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm going to ruffle some feathers here, but turn the other cheek. It's gotten us. What has it gotten us? We haven't had any porn stars to bang. We've had no uh, assholes to ride to the bank. We can. What, we, there's no cocaine from it. Then nobody brought any cocaine or ketamine or anything. Or uh, <laughs> no, I couldn't kill it. I couldn't watch the light go out of its eyes. Jesus Christ. What have we gotten from it? What have we gotten? Hasn't getting, getting us anywhere. It hasn't gotten us anywhere. No, no, no. That's, that's not what he said. I'm sorry. It's gotten us anything. I keep... Because there is a difference there. It's all about things. Oh, it's all about the things that Jesus said would never um, substitute for your relationship with with him, right? Didn't you say that? Leave all your possessions to the poor or give them to the poor and follow me. How can we get to the kingdom of heaven? And these are the pricks that never, ever shut the F up about how much they love Jesus, right? Oh, we love Jesus. We love the little babies until they're born. We love Jesus until we have hear his teaching. So we have to bastardize them and turn them into yet another excuse to not give a shit about anybody. I don't know how they did that. And it's fascinating. They continue to get away with it. Oh, my God. While none of the Trump family... Oh, wait, where is it? 
The Turning Points USA website explains, we play offense with a sense of urgency to win America's culture wars. Nonprofit organization was founded by Charlie Kirk. This is the where Donald Trump Jr. told them not to give a shit about Jesus. Oh, and then it was... What was this? Let me see. Junior Jesus. Yes, Snopes got a hold of it. Because it said, Did Donald Trump Jr. tell conservatives that the Bible has gotten us nothing? And then um, they gave it a mixture. That's their rating because well he didn't say that all of jesus's teachings were um were shit so it's a mixture oh my god it's just how much longer guys i'm asking for myself really because uh, i have to wonder how much longer can i take it <laughs> How much longer? Maybe I'm asking you. I'm like, are we going to take this much longer? Because I'm trying to mentally prepare myself. How much longer? Oh, what else did Jesus say? Blessed are those who mourn, right? They will be comforted. Ha ha. Blessed are the meek. Because they will inherit the earth. Yeah, right. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Well, that certainly isn't or aren't the republicans blessed are the merciful oh no 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 this sound like any republicans you know blessed are the pure in heart <laughs> blessed are the peacemakers please blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness oh well they must be woke they're too woke stop being woke Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Well, well, well. Doesn't sound like any Republican I ever met. And, um... Yeah, how much longer are we going to take it, really? I am so effing tired of, of them dealing with the, with the bad behavior that everybody's saying, oh, well, people are acting like assholes and restaurants are opening, which is kind of ridiculous. I, now, we'll talk about what's going on with the virus just briefly. Um, they, the CDC... Um, altered its recommendations for people who have been exposed to the virus. They cut it down from 10 days in isolation to five days. But that has nothing to do with health, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, many unions are coming out and saying, uh, the, the, um, the flight attendants union, for example, are saying that this is they're very concerned because this is not a, 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 a policy that has anything to do with health. It has to do with people are tired. They don't want to deal with it anymore. And I think that's the point we're getting to. 
right now, or maybe we're there, we're already there, where people are just, they don't want, they want it over with. It's like, Dad, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And, oh, you know, babies can't handle it. It's too much. Too much um, is required. And the American people just don't have it. They're done. They never had it. They've been lied to. They've been manipulated. A lot of them are dumb and they, they want to be lied to. But just because you want it to go away doesn't mean it's gone. It's gone away. And now, of course, um, I'm thinking of my friend because she's like, and then there, th she was saying that they made it in the lab. Okay. And I'm like, what the? They made it in a lab. And I was like, why? Who cares? First of all, if it happened, if that happened, who fucking cares? What does it matter if it was made in a lab? Wow. It's incidental. And who cares? Okay. I'm, I'm just beyond belief. And then I was like, but, um, this is your patriotic duty. She's like, what are you talking about? We're, uh, you keep saying it's our patriotic. I was like, well, because the country's in a crisis and we, we're not asking you to storm the beaches of Normandy. Just take a shot that four billion people have already taken without incident. It's not that much. Ugh. I don't know. It's traumatizing though, right? <laughs> It really is, but we're never, it's never going to end because they have ensured that um, the virus has plenty of places to incubate and to, and to uh, morph into the next deadly variant, but I don't know. It's sickening. Right? Oh, Anthony, thank you for your super chat. And what's going on? What's going on in the chat? Right, Robin M says, if they made it in the lab, why didn't 45 <laughs> investigate it when it happened? Exactly. Well, because it's all bullshit. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the bullshit. I'm sick of idiots believing it. And, you know, uh, when I hear that COVID is, is raging, like, for example, um, where is it? I think it's the most in Tennessee. States. Now, um, the f top five states that are suffering the most right now are what, Tennessee, Florida. I'm trying to think of the others. They're all red states. <clears throat> hmm. But the the ones where the cases are rising, I should say. Where is it? COVID state by ranking, maybe? Yeah. Let's see. States ranked. Hmm. No, it's not in order. Thanks. I don't know. I know, I know the number one was Tennessee. But, oh well. I just feel bad for the frontline workers. That's my concern. The, the doctors and nurses, 
in the hospital who have to deal with them that are exhausted, that put themselves at risk all the time. And, you know, these idiots don't seem to give a shit. All right. Right? How much longer? Anybody know how much longer we're going to take it? <laughs> Can anybody? Does anybody remember laughter? You know where that's from. All right. Here. I don't know if you saw this today. It's speaking of being a bunch of, living with a bunch of assholes. Look at this lady. She yet another story about somebody losing their shit on an airplane and acting like an asshole, abusing other people. This woman now faces a federal assault charge after allegedly hitting and spitting on another passenger on a flight last Thursday. The news story was today. The Delta flight was headed to Atlanta from Tampa, and reports say 51-year-old Patricia Cornwall was upset by a beverage cart blocking her way to the bathroom oh, and well, then punched an 80-year-old man in the head after exchanging words with him. She made her first court appearance yesterday and faces up to one year in prison. Oh, she'll get off without with a warning. What, what kind of shit is this? She slaps this 80-something-year-old this guy across the face. Because a cart's in her way? Where's she getting this shit from? I mean, of course, there are assholes everywhere. There are mentally ill people. There are people who don't know how to behave. But it does seem kind of epidemic lately. And I do believe that it's because of, I mean, we live in this effed up country. And people are at each other's throats. Half the country is drinking the tears of the other half while the other half is trying to get these fuckers health care. You know? I don't know. It's amazing. And trust me, though, we know. They're not going to come out looking like uh, a bed of roses. History will revile them even more than we do now trust me they're not going to look i mean they're not going to come out uh future historians are not going to look back and say trump was a great president uh-uh they're not going to say um that was great he did so many great things i love these republicans they keep everything they talk about trump trump you did so many great things everything like when they were trying to get him to stop uh, to talk his traitor, his mob, his, his traitorous mob, talk them into going home. On January 6th, they were like, you've done so many great things. All of them are being negated or whatever. Shut the fuck up. What great thing you've done? What the fuck did you do, Trump? Except kill 700,000 people. What did you do? And rob them. You couldn't just kill them, right? You had to fucking rob them, too, right? Scum. Scum. What did you do? Oh, oh, well, according to Republicans, Trump is... He is uh, the greatest president that ever effing lived. If you can believe it. 
Well, here's remember last year. Le, well, this is last Christmas. I hate to do this to you, but. Eric and I were talking about what's going on with impeachment and the FISA and all that. But will you guys be able to just forget about all of it and really enjoy the fact that you really are part of the first family? You are the first family. I mean, you've done wonderful things for this country. We now don't have the political correctness that we used to. People are actually saying Merry Christmas. You can say Merry Christmas. Can you believe this? I'm sorry. I stopped it at the best part have the political correctness that we used to and people are actually saying Merry Christmas. You can say Merry Christmas again. Isn't that so nice, Janine? I love it. I love Christmas trees. I love Santa over here. I mean, you know, how do you feel that your your father has done all of that, Eric? It's incredible. It is nice to say Merry Christmas again and it is a beautiful thing to celebrate all the holidays with beautiful little kids like this. I mean, this is what America is all about and this is what the American dream's all about and, you know, this is why we have an incredible country because we can sit there with the Santa Claus and with beautiful trees and eat ice cream and open presents and love one another and, you know, and, and see little ones grow. And it's um, it, it's it's the best of this nation. And, and I'm proud of him for reinvigorating so much of it. What? I didn't mean to yell in your ear. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Wait a minute. We we weren't saying Merry Christmas. We weren't allowed to put up Christmas trees. Remember, uh, what what world do these effers live in? I don't know how they handle it. Christians are only seventy eight percent of the population. How do they how do they live being so oppressed? And I never saw, it was so weird for eight years, Obama was in office. There was no Christmas anywhere. It was horrible. There was no Christmas, no Christmas lights. We didn't say Merry Christmas. Uh, I mean, I said Happy Saturnalia. Well, I said I.O. Saturnalia, but. Thanks to your father. And he's not—he's uh, not the only one. This is—this is not something that's going away. Trump himself—he took credit, right? Wait, 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 wait. Christmas. Yeah, he's—he took credit for winning the totally made-up war on Christmas. Now. I got to ask again, how much longer? <laughs> huh? When I watch that clip, I, that's what I think. How much longer are we going to put up with this shit? It has to get to the point. Fox News and all these right-wing fascist freak live, live hole pits, Charlie Kirk... Uh, Candace Owens, all these horrible C.J. Pearson monster shows, fascist prick propaganda networks, all of them have to be have to really relegated to history's trash pile. You got to get to the point where nobody nobody takes them seriously. They have to be vilified and mocked and shamed. Well, they don't have shame, that's for sure, but. For others, young people, 
got to get, well, young people, most young people, that's the good news. They're not Republican. Republicans know that. That's why they're stealing and gerrymandering and trying to destroy democracy, pesky democracy once and for all. But, oh my God. How much longer are we going to put up with this fascist fucking family? It's got to get to the point. I don't want to see anything. You know, I know that these these assholes, they're already trying to name places after these mother effing traitors. They're trying to name um, highways. Where is this? I'm sure it's different places. Look at this. Oklahoma's editorial naming Oklahoma's president Donald J. Trump highway okay Donald J. Trump highway see here it's exactly what we were talking about this this article what the fuck I hit the wrong button come on man it's an ad. Here it is. Look at that. Naming Oklahoma's President Donald J. Trump Highway was meant to own the Democrats. Own the Democrats, right? Own the libs. Drink some tears. Trigger them. Make people upset. Upset your fellow Americans. Because you're a fucking patriot, right? That's your policy. Whatever upsets other people, you're a patriot, right? You fucking hypocrites, liars. I hope whatever when we talk about this stuff, you know, it it catches on that other that other media people are and the corporate media itself pick it up. And run with it. When the one of the you you interview one of these efforts, and they start talking about triggering the libs, or owning the libs and drinking liberal tears, call them out. Say, is that patriotism? Drinking the tears of your fellow Americans is that why um, First Sergeant Alfred Inzarelli lost his life fighting fascism? Not first sergeant, first lieutenant. Hmm? Is that why? All of those Arlington, uh, all of the soldiers in Arlington National Cemetery or all of those graves all over the world left by young Americans. That not Left, that's where the young Americans are uh, resting. They they did it for for what? That's what offends me, you know. When I think about the, uh, for example, you guys know when I go to the Calvary Cemetery by my house, I pass this one particular grave, and it says his name. Oh hi, hi Tara Junior, Junior. 
and uh, bigger than his name, it says Normandy Invasion. And there's a 20-year-old. I know, honey. Who's been lying there since 1940, 44, right? 45? When was the Normandy Invasion? I think it was 45. It doesn't matter. 44, excuse me, yeah. And um, he's been lying in that cold grave. A young man, 20 years old. That's it. Jesus Christ, Junior. What the fuck, man? He just stepped on everything and minimized all the windows. What are you doing, kid? We're doing a show here. Will you please sit the fuck down? Sit. Boo doo bee bada boo bada bee bada boo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, honey, we know. Stop. Unreal. Where, where is this? I'm looking for this article again. I lost it because of the my beautiful cat. Jesus Christ. What the hell, Junior? Here we go. To own the libs. Governor Kevin Sitt has signed legislation to name a dusty 20-mile stretch of U.S. 287 in the Oklahoma panhandle in honor of the asshole Trump. Henceforth, the road from Boise... Boise City to the Texas line is the President Donald J. Trump Highway. Let me do that again. The President Donald J. Trump Highway. Trump had no particular connection to that part of the state, except he was popular there. It isn't the first time American legislators, legislators, have named roads after Trump. But it is the first for Oklahoma, and maybe the first time a highway has received his name. The same bill named a number of other bills, um, bits of roads after other people, including blah, 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 whatever. In order to honor Trump and Inhofe, the legislature had to strike out a law that requires honorees to be dead for at least three years until they are, oh, first, unless they are members of the military, law enforcement, or fire services who died in the line of duty, or a living recipient of the Medal of Honor. Do you think Trump falls into any of those categories? Of course not. That rule was unique to Oklahoma, was put in place to make sure pieces of road weren't named after living people who later turned out to be less than worthy. Right. That, that sort of makes sense. Don't you think Trump is less than worthy as it is? The, the, the con man who killed 700,000 people and funneled more money into the arms of people who will never spend it in a million lifetimes while the American people were living paycheck to paycheck. And 
in uh, in the midst of a backsliding democracy. That's what that prick did. He took democracy that was already on the ropes and he beat the shit out of it a little bit more. Now the Republicans are coming in for the kill. Yeah. So you would think, yeah, you don't want to name people uh, or things out of, out, after people who are still alive because let's say it's like Bill Cosby where he has a lifetime of work and then he finally his uh, being a serial sexual predator comes back to bite him or at least it's exposed. Not that it matters anymore, right? Jesus Christ. And, yeah. Also, doing that kind of dishonors your, you and the, the state and the country to do that. To undo your own rule, to, to make sure that you honor people, legitimate uh, people worthy of honoring, of being honored. But Trump. No, no, you got to change that for the con man because you want to publicly fillet him. You might as well do it. Just do it. I'm sure he would love it. He doesn't care. He just wants to be, he wants to be licked. Republicans want to lick him, so go for it, honey, but don't drag us all into it. It's so disgraceful. How do you have a great country when a con man who not only received fewer votes, but a con man with a fake university, a fake vitamin, multi-level marketing vitamin scam? That's a, all of the um, fake, fucking fake, 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 fake. Not, don't even have a, a unique idea. Nothing about him. It has any value. He brings nothing into this world. In fact, I mean, this whole world would be better off that that waste of human DNA, that entire family, except for Mary Trump, is useless, a useless waste of human DNA. Disgusting bastards. Hey, what has that gotten us? Turn the other cheek. What's that gotten us? <sighs> Jesus Christ. Other places have other rules. A toll road in Dallas is named after George W. Bush. While he's still alive, of course. We don't have any problem with honoring uh, Inhofe while he is still living. This is what the writer is saying. Inhofe was a transportation hero. The fifth and sixth lanes of the Interstate 44 in Tulsa are a testament to his clout and willingness to use it for his hometown. Okay, whatever. The expensive I-44 project would never have happened except for Inhofe's efforts as a senior member of the U.S. Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, but that road has already been named for somebody else. All right, blah, blah, blah. Naming a piece of the Oklahoma highway after Trump accomplished its primary intent, which was to provoke Democrats and others 
whose blood pressures rise at the thought of Trump. It was an alpha dog legislative tactic meant to own the libs. Engaging from the reaction it received, it worked. The road will probably get more letters to the editor than it gets traffic. Trump is a crass, provocative man who bears a heavy responsibility for what he did and didn't do on January 6th. Naming a lonely piece of road in his honor is peculiar and relatively pointless, other than as an act of political dominance. Those who see red when they hear Trump should remember that it is a deserted stretch of meaningless road that practically no one drives. Well, which makes the honor modest as at best. And that's how the writer wraps it up, but still, the fact that it's even there. And it's also, it's not even the point. The point is, yet an, it's yet another example of Republicans doing things to annoy people and thinking that somehow that makes that means they're winning you see we're winning when people get health care they're winning when people are annoyed and fucking they're gonna be they're gonna be they're, they're gonna people are gonna vote for them why can't I talk People will vote for them. Oh, God. Is there a place on Earth that isn't filled with so many dumbasses? Well, of course there are, but the problem is our dumbasses have power. Dumbasses are everywhere. You don't give them power. I mean, everywhere there are dumbasses. Don't give them power, man. Don't give them... And also, don't you have any respect, Republicans, for yourself? That you would pull the lever for someone who... Um, I mean, on and on. Pick it. Pick it. Fake university. Vitamin scam. Serial bankrupt. Tax cheating. Draft dodging. Dictator wannabe. Con man with... Uh, well, who pays off porn stars in installment after cheating on the on his third trophy wife who just had a baby who i guess uh allowed you to climb up well allowed trump to climb on top of her what does that take what kind of oh my god well i don't like melania she's a she's not a victim she's a volunteer she's a trophy wife Trophy wife number three. How disgraceful. Imagine, if you will, if Michelle Obama was a nude model. What do you think? Right? Imagine there were uh, porno pictures or softcore, whatever they are, tastefully done um, lesbo pictures with, your, with the first lady. Hmm? That's, that's Melania. Classy. Keep it classy, repugs. Fucking hypocrites, pricks. Oh, God, I hate them. But that lady, I mean, she's just one of many. That's her. Who who slaps a an 80-year-old man? Oh, my God. 
but that's the way it is. Oh, and the the thing is, um, she said, "Who am I?" They the, they asked her to to re- just find a seat in the back because it wasn't a full plane. So there were other seats available, and they were doing a drink service apparently. And she wanted to get back to her seat, but she had to wait. You know, like just like some of the pricks here in this fucked up country had to wait for maybe uh, some Chinese crap to be delivered and at, in a few days instead of overnight. I don't know. And they were all, everything's going to hell. Thanks, Brandon. He ruined Christmas. And then Fox News had the uh, graphics of uh, Joe Biden as the Grinch and everybody ruining Christmas. When they ruin Christmas, they ruin not only Christmas, they ruin the other 364 days of the year. They ruin. Jesus Christ. But the anti-vaxxers here in New York, they're everywhere. God help me if I ever encounter them. (sighs) They attacked a, um, a Burger King. This is what they're doing. This is what... And Republicans love it. See, Republicans have been very effective at turning the American people against each other. Divide and conquer. They will divide the American people along every line, every division, every fissure of disunity, as Henry Wallace described, the American fascist. Vice President Henry Wallace... For those who don't know, wrote an article in, in 1944 for the New York Times, The Dangers of American Fascism, and he described the Republican Party, but you know, without describing. Um, you can recognize the American fascists by their deliberate perversion of truth and fact, how they cultivate every fissure of disunity within the, uh, the public, every little... Uh, every little thing that the American people are struggling with, they exacerbate, th- pouring salt in the wound of, of every every American. Of course, and we're all goddamn wounded. But anti-vaxxers wearing MLK shirts and the Star of David, Star of David badges, yeah, like they're in Nazi Germany because they're... Everybody's a, a Nazi. Um, Storm Burger King. Yeah, people don't need this shit. Look at this guy. Oh my god! And of course, they're just like. Um, it reminds me, Marjorie Taylor Greene holding a sign that says "My Body, My Choice." Just like. Like I say, this is why we'll, we will win, you know, if we, we do, if we play, play it smart, if we are unapologetic and we fight for the policies that protect and cultivate democracy and the, in, the infrastructure of freedom. That's how we're going to say it. But here, look at this guy. 
wearing an MLK shirt. So they co-opt the language of progressivism and the, 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 the mantle of progressivism. That's what they're doing. They're trying to, well, they don't, they didn't earn it. They're stealing it, of course. They have no clue what it means, what MLK stood for or anybody. In fact, that the lady who was asked to wait while they give, give people drinks on the plane, I mean, that happened to me once. You just fucking sit there. Who cares? And um, she said, who, who do I look like? Rosa Parks? That's what she said to the people before she smacked the old man and uh, made an ass of herself. And um, that's what they do. Who am I? Rosa Parks? Of course, you don't know what the Rosa Parks did or stood for or or anything. In fact, if this were the, the, the time that Rosa Parks was living in, you would be, you'd be, you'd be the bus driver. You're the, you're the ones telling her to move. They don't, I mean, they're fucking so stupid. And he's wearing this MLK shirt. They like to to co-opt, you know, uh, the, what is it? It's, this is a fascist tactic of um, what they do. The fascist will, they, they take the mantle of the oppressed while they themselves are the oppressor. So, and it's, it's like disarming, um, everyone in that way. It sort of nullifies, you know, there, it nullifies the crimes that are keeping people down because they, because when it's real and we start saying this is tyranny, then it's sort of nullified just by the mere fact that they have already exhausted it with their lies so they have no idea what what mlk stood for and they're not they're not mlk honey you're not mlk look around half a dozen anti-vaxxers were caught on video bringing bur- <laughs> bringing a burger king in brooklyn to a standstill the demonstrators who appeared to be wearing star of david badges were seen shouting at Burger King staff and customers before police had arrived at the branch on Monday night. The New York Police Department told The Independent that five people were arrested between the ages of 36 and 44. A demonstrator alleged in one video that mandates are not laws. Apparent derision of the New York City mandate requiring vaccines for workers and access to indoor venues such as restaurants and theaters. Another was heard yelling, discrimination, after Burger King staff refused to serve the demonstrators, one of whom was wearing a a jumper, well, which is a pullover, with an image of a civil, of um, MLK. They say civil rights leader, MLK. Members of the NYPD, meanwhile, told the demonstrators to leave the premises at the request of the manager, but refused to do so. Shouting continued until the police made arrests, including that of a man, of the man who was wearing the MLK. Who's willing to lock in arms with me? 
I want to know, he shouted, who will lock arms with me? Republican figures have recently used the civil rights leader's comments on race and uh, racial justice and equality to defend their opposition to critical race theory, of course, without mentioning his activism and campaigning and also sparking condemnation from MLK's family. Well, this is what they do. I mean, everything is commodified and exploited by these fascists. Demonstrators and opponents of COVID health measures have at times made references to the Holocaust in Nazi Germany while attacking rules, often by wearing the Star of David, which was forcibly worn by Jews in World War II. Well, these people are idiots. They don't know anything about World War II. And that's what, oh, and like I was telling you about my friend, she said, do, do you know anything about Nazi Germany? And she was like, accusing me, I guess. I was like, mm, more than you. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, I only studied Nazi Germany and, um, you know, for years. And I haven't, I don't know. It's, I didn't get what I know from a meme. But whatever. What do I know? What do we all know? Yeah, everybody's lying, right? Right. We're just, we're just trying to get through the day. Not that anybody has time to give a shit enough to lie to these efforts. You know, it's bad enough. It's hard enough dealing with the shit that's coming down the pike in reality, right? This is what we're doing. We're dealing with it. We don't have the time to make shit up. Because, you know what? We want to go home. We want to go and rest we want to sleep we want to eat we want to hang out with our friends and family we want to rest we want to go to a movie go to the theater write a poem play the guitar pet the cat you know live live life no one's coming up with a uh some ruse a worldwide ruse could you imagine how much how much that would take we can't even well, name it. We can't even get, I don't know. We can't have world peace. What, what are we going to do? We're going to come out with the world hoax? It's ridiculous. That's right. Yep. I'm reading the chat. <laughs> I'm as if I'm not even on, <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just reading your comments. Let's see. Richard W. says, the Soviet Union was trolling the planet with USA and capitalism or racist. Eisenhower had to desegregate the military to prove <laughs> the, that the USA was not racist. Yeah, I mean, this is part of the problem. I mean, the whole, one of the, the, the story of World War II, of course, and part of the story were, was the story of the African-American soldiers who went overseas and fought fascism. The, the, the country, the fascist, the Nuremberg laws <laughs> were inspired by the Jim Crow laws in the South. And 
the fascists, you know, you're fighting fascism and then you come home to be treated yet again like a second class citizen, especially going to, um, or let's say if you were a soldier who had darker pigment, you're stationed in Paris or England or after the war or whatever, you realize that they don't treat you like that. There, there aren't Jim, Jim Crow laws. That's why, actually, Frederick Douglass wanted to leave. He was about to leave the country, Frederick Douglass. I think that was after, let's see, hold on. Lincoln did something fucked up. And that's why Frederick Douglass was like, that's it, I'm out of here. And then I think it was one of these compromises, Lincoln, because Lincoln didn't free they he didn't free the slaves because he had such grace, great um, an abolitionist's heart. He didn't. He tried every uh, every which way to appease the the effing the South. It's always about appeasing these pricks. He asked the African-Americans to leave first. What's the matter, you? You hear this guy? What's the matter, honey? Let me see. What's the matter, boo-boo? What's some? I think he's got, like... I mean, he has allergies, but I think something's the matter with him here. He doesn't like to be touched there now. I don't know. He's got an allergist working with him. (laughs) Hopefully it's helping. That's my boo-boo. He's a good boy. He's a little cranky. But I get it. I mean, it's a tough time. We're all a little cranky. We're all a little cranky, Junior. But you're in good company. We all love you. We're in this together. But... Yeah, I don't know. What do you? What do these idiots get out of attacking Burger King employees? The Burger King employees don't make the laws, assholes. Leave them alone. Oh, and then they were calling them Nazis and Gestapo. These idiots don't know. I wish they knew the Gestapo all about the history of the Third Reich, of course. I wish. I wish this country weren't filled with morons. Who think that, um, I guess, uh, five years ago we couldn't say Merry Christmas. And remember when Trump gave his, um, what was that, American Carnage speech? That, that nightmare? And he, what the hell? Oh, well, he was like, of course, said the American dream is dead and... And during that speech and every other speech after, we were supposed to have, I guess, well, this is part of fascism. How? Because fascism, don't don't believe your lying eyes. It's whatever they tell you. And it's, forget the future. They redefine the past. You might have seen it with your own eyes, but like Trump said, he will tell you what, what is true and what's not true what he will tell you what to believe and he also 
all during that speech. I remember he was setting up this scenario or painting a picture of the United States under President Barack Obama as if it was some, you, um, some, I don't know, apocalyptic hellscape. There was nothing left. There was nothing left but woke cockroaches and, um, and a con man. Woke. Woke. Woke is just PC. That, that's why. They, they have no new complaints. No new tactics. They're same old shit. Their ideas are nothing except make the rich richer and keep the dumbasses from um, pestering you. Right? Oh, wait. Just, well, whatever. Just like, uh, what's his name? Eric Trump. Last year was saying how we couldn't say Merry Christmas. I, I mean, this, this is the world that we're supposed to remember. It never happened, but they're going to repeat it long enough. Then you're going to be like, were we, were we not allowed to say Merry Christmas? You, you'll ask each other. You'll look at each other like, were we not allowed to hang a, to, to put up a Christmas tree or hang Christmas lights? I don't remember it, but now um, I think I remember when we weren't allowed to do that. Because here, here is, here's Trump. And there to you guys. I know, Junior. Look had gone through a long period where people quit saying Merry Christmas. It's all happy holidays. <laughs> you deliberately changed that That's and true. openly said, Merry Christmas, it's we're going to say it again. I was that part of my campaign. My campaign. Yeah. The country had started with this woke, I guess, uh, a little bit before that. Yeah. Can you hear this shit? The country had started with this woke shit. We started with this woke. And it was a little bit after that. After we started with this woke, remember that day? It was, I think it was woke day. It was the day we were all woke. And it was embarrassing for stores to say Merry Christmas. You'd see these big chains, they want your money, but they don't want to say Merry Christmas. And they'd use reds and they'd use whites and snow, but they wouldn't say Christmas. Who the fuck are you? Where do you live? What world? What planet are you pricks on? Honey, that didn't happen. If only they would get as energized by reality as they do by bullshit. Remember when the country started with this woke? This woke. We started with this woke shit. You know, where when people said... Uh, I would like to be called by this, and you were like, okay, great. And you called them by that, and wow. Remember that woke? That's too much for them. You understand? They don't want to deal with it. This is another thing, and they, I mean, now they're, they hate, of course, they hate trans people, and that's the new, um, that's their new whipping post. 
because there's a lot of confusion. People are dumb, stupid, and uh, they think that Jesus cares about peepees. So, not about compassion and right turning the other cheek. That they think that Jesus, the ancient socialist hippie, uh, doesn't believe in everything that came out of his mouth. They want to rewrite it. And, uh, you know, that's the most important thing. Remember when the country started with this woke? Honey, we, we're not woke. We're not woke in any sense of the word. And Republicans, they're going to make sure that remains that way. We're woke? I wish. I wish. And what's wrong with woke? I don't get what's so wrong and upsetting about being awake, which means, well, we know what it's about. It's also a racist um, thing because woke, the whole woke thing started in communities where people have darker pigment for the most part, right? And nothing. It's not a big deal. Of course, the Republicans had to take it and vilify it and bastardize it and turn their assholes against it because they are uh, they're not woke and they don't want to be they're not nice they're not decent they're not christian they may say they are they're not they're not patriots they're not they're barely human at this point, really, because what is, prove it, you're a human, prove it, that's, uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm at that point, I want to know, okay, you say you're human, but that's kind of an action, so let's see it, the country started with this woke, and when I started campaigning, this was in 2015, when I started campaigning, I said, you're going to say Merry Christmas again. You're going to say Merry Christmas it, again? Of course. Because you're the autocrat who tells us what to say, right? So when we say Happy Holidays, because there's a lot of people celebrating all different holidays now, you know, Jewish people, they're not celebrating Christmas. Muslims are not celebrating Nobody's Who's celebrating Christmas? It's not everybody. Some celebrate the solstice. Some celebrate Saturnalia. But they're not saying a lot of other things like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson. You know, those. We're, yeah, we're never saying Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. They say it. Republicans say it when they want to use the memories of these people in some way to destroy America. Mwah. That's it. Yes, I kissed a cat. I kissed a cat and I liked it. Names are being obliterated because of <laughs> craziness. But yes, uh, that's they are saying Merry so Christmas true. again. We got that. That was a big part of what I was doing. Big, big, big. I would say it all the time during that period that we want them to say Merry Christmas. Don't shop at stores that don't say Merry Christmas. And I'll tell you, we brought it back very quickly. You really did. <laughs> we brought it back. Yeah. He he is so unbearable. We the, this country needs to atone for inf inflicting that asshole on the world. 
and I don't even mean by his presidency, his so-called presidency, from the time he ever opened his filthy fascist mouth and the corporate lickspittles put a camera in front of his face. We've been enduring this baboon, this fucking orange baboon. Waste of human DNA. Prove me wrong. Greedy ghost of the Gilded Age who hates this country and lacks any ability to function in a democracy. That's why he's destroying it. For his master Putin. This is a gift to his master, you know? So he can go stroke some swords and they, they'll shove more money into that pit called a, a soul, whatever that, whatever substitutes for a soul, for this scum. And I think a lot of people appreciated that it was a part of the American culture. It was a part of who we are. It God. wasn't uh, to exclude anybody. Oh, yes, It was of just simply not. a celebration of what America does at Christmas. Well, which is what? What does America do at Christmas? Spend? Spend money. Fucking nothing. Uh, these people know nothing about their Jesus that they pretend to worship. It's, they're disgraceful. Friggin' Huckabee. We gotta he we gotta endure, right? All their their religiosity, or all, all their shoving their fake Jesus down our throats constantly. For the fake uh what? What are the what are they looking for? I guess it's acceptance within their own little cult because none of them have the courage to do anything but be like everybody else and if anybody is different forget about it they're out of there but that's what they're rugged individuals right they they're so rugged and individual that if you're individual they they shun you and america be best? And the world but america loves christmas they had a bee best ornament. Christmas. Yeah. And yeah, whether yeah. you're Muslim, whether you're Christian, whether you're Jewish, everyone loves Christmas. Did you hear this shit? Whether you're Muslim, whether you're Christian, or whether you're Jewish, everyone loves Christmas. Holy shit. Yes. Oh my god. Right? Commander Bond says, can we say Happy New Year yet? Did Uncle Donald fight for that? Right? When can we say? What can we say? What, what, what are we allowed to say, my lord? Can we say um, Happy Holidays to someone who isn't a Christian? Are we allowed? What do we do? I mean, they're so fragile. They're only, of course, Christians are only 78% of the... They might actually be more. How many Christians in America? Oh, my God. There's only 205 million? Jesus Christ. So to speak. That's insane. 70%. 7 in 10. I think it went down, actually. That's what they're saying. But it's still over 7%. I mean, 70, excuse me. 
Seven in ten Americans identify as Christian. More than four in ten who identify as white Christian and more than one quarter identify as Christians of color, which really annoys me. Just the whole color thing is very irritating. Like, that's another thing that divides us. And that bothers me. Christian, I mean, I, I even see um, people, people, I mean, it's hard to know, right? How do you, uh, how to identify people, but uh, I, it really bothers me <laughs> that people of, this whole people of color thing, because it is a, it's divisive in my opinion, and it's also sets up the construct of it sets up the construct of division and um, we're all and the construct of race when it's nothing it's an it's a distinction without a difference but we're not that evolved I understand there's a horn going on outside I don't know what I don't know what's happening someone is leaning on their horn Oh, geez. We got another troll in there? Bobby Murphy? <laughs> That's all right. Good. Thank you so much, Haiku, for taking care of these bastards. We don't need it. I mean, it's not that right-wingers don't come and hang out. And you're certainly welcome. But not potty mouth little nothings who bring nothing to the table. And do not, and well, I guess they, what else can they do? You can't, um, uh, well, my father always said you, we can only expect grunts from pigs. That's the truth. Oh, I see. Bots were uploaded machine language instead of human language. It's okay. They aren't programmed to think. <laughs> Thank you, Haiku. Mm, mm, mm. Call in shows, wow, couple of days, talk about cray-cray people out there. Just talk, 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 and say nothing. Eve is uh, writing on the chat. Is there an echo in here? I don't say displacement and hand me a mirror. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm well. Obviously, we're jumping in on a conversation that's going on. Well, anyway... Errol says, Tara, your cats are awesome. I wish I could meet them in person. Well, you never know. Never know where the world takes us. And also, I still have to get that video together of Ray. Where is Ray? He's not there. Um, vi the video of Ray opening the, the container of food. I have to get that out. I ha I'm going to put that up on the channel. I, I thought maybe I should start getting some video of the cats, maybe, sometimes, and just putting them on the channel as, I don't know, something. We can brand it somehow as cat distractions or something like that. And maybe that'll help get us if we get some views, because I've seen some cat videos where it's nothing. It's like cat meows at as he's hungry or whatever and it's like a million views 
in six months and I mean you in order to really make money on views let's say uh, in YouTube you need it's ridiculous it's not even worth it but you never know you never never know that's all but just because it's also incredible what he can do that he can open the container Oh, yes. Eve is saying, excuse me, Eve, I know. I didn't read your your, your uh, statement correctly. Eve says, I'm saying it's ex exhausting what they're saying, and it's wearing on me. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I feel better now, a little bit. Just talking to you guys, you know? That's the thing. We have to get together we stick together we win human beings are we're not meant to be uh, like this this is not normal and I know that here's another thing people always talk about um, human beings as uh, war warlike right but that's true that's true but because we're so um devolved like spiritually devolved where we don't recognize the the reality that we are all connected that it matters if somebody doesn't have health care that matters we all we're we're all in danger that affects us all if someone's suffering if someone's hungry of homeless and all that it matters we're connected and everything we can see all of the failings of our society can be boiled down to selfishness and that and that um that delusion that we're not connected so i don't know when it comes to you know the fact that what's going to happen well, are we will we win will what's going to happen with uh with the country in general but it's you know more will be revealed but we are on the right side of this we're on the right side of history and and, and decency dignity democracy it is to it's totally disturbing and depressing upsetting because we know somewhere in our souls <laughs> that it's not supposed to be this way and so we talk about how human beings are warlike and we've been at each other's throats forever and a couple of weeks ago we talked about that battle the ancient battle that the archaeologists discovered before recorded history thousands of people getting together to murder each other at a bridge but i think um that just because we are warlike and we are so deluded that's why we we attack each other um the fact that there are so many detrimental psychological repercussions to people who have been through war and you get PTSD and, sh and you're 
and we know it never goes away and people suffer and struggle their whole lives having been in uh, in war that to me says that it's not natural that we shouldn't um that it really isn't in our nature it may be an option but we're we know that we're supposed to be i don't know we're supposed to connect we're supposed to help each other we're supposed to care about each other really and help each other what the hell what the hell is wrong with that and um when we do that's why it's life affirming and you know we get the positive effects from that sort of like putting your hand on a hot stove that's what PTSD is from um from war and violence i don't know what do you think that's my opinion on that because i i do think that if human beings were meant to do that to each other to commit such violence on each other that it w- we wouldn't be left with so many psychological effects so many damaging psychological effects what do you think i mean philosophers have been discussing that for years it's true and yeah I think that one of the maybe positive things that will come out of this time is the fact that the American people might, for now, maybe we'll get to the point where we're done with the selfishness and the, uh, and the cruelty and the drinking tears or whatever of other people. Maybe. Because I know I'm goddamn... I'm up to here with that shit, these assholes. I'm done with it. And the... And that's what I'm saying. You know, we're talking about... We're, we're not trying to drink anybody's tears here. We're just trying to give... Ensure that people don't have to needlessly die without health care. Or um, we can have a functioning democracy. How's that? Your vote gets counted. And it's fair. All right, my friends, my friends. Oh, thank you, Robin M. on the chat. Happy birthday to you, Tara. Thank you. My birthday was yesterday, December 27th. The worst possible birthday. (laughs) The worst time to have a birthday, but oh well, it's over. Thank God. It sucks. I hate my birthday. I really do. Maybe one year of a good one. Who fucking knows? But yeah, it always sucks because nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, they're tired. I'm tired. It's right between Christmas and I also hate the cold. I hate the winter, and I hate that the that it gets dark so so soon i hate that why do we do that to ourselves enough and thank you richard another super chat what what the hell thank you again 
Richard says, happy birthday and happy holidays, Tara. Thank you. Right back at you, my friend. Hmm. Paradu says, nope, it will only get worse, unfortunately. Conservatives are regressing. Yes, that's hard to stop abruptly. It's true, but it, it stops. What will stop it? There has to be some something catastrophic, unfortunately. It's sort of like the end of World War II. What shook the people out of their stupor? But it wasn't the entire population of Germany. They were never... That's the thing about the rise of the Third Reich, that we should all be very, very um, wary. <laughs> Is that they were never a majority party. They never received a majority of votes, even though they leg they legally obtained power, and they're doing it the in a way that the the Republicans are definitely following as a blueprint. How else can it be can it be perceived? Stacking the courts with pack well packing not just stacking but. Um, yeah, illegally dirty tricking themselves into, you know, stealing court seats. It's just, that's that's the Nazis. Why, why, what? Why don't we hear this shit? People don't know anything. All they know is that the Nazis uh, made the Jews wear things and they killed them, right? That's it. Oh, and they, they're tyranny, tyranny, tyranny. <clears throat> right right and uh, zero one first on the chat says guns and shooting are killing America yeah that's another thing allowing our kids to go to school with uh, and possibly be murdered by a by someone with an assault weapon ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and and vile bloodthirsty disgusting greed-centered and embarrassing but we should all be we should be ashamed i'm ashamed that's i'm also the other thing oh god so many things wrong well one of the things you know i hate um i hate the insurance racket right the, the health insurance racket, which is the probably one of the corporations or industries, let's say, that's killed more Americans than any other industry, because they're not in it. They're not, the health insurance racket isn't in it for health. They're in it to deny care. That's how they make money. It's disgusting. So one of the things I've, I told you guys I was doing some this is probably adding to my depression but the uh, i told you i was watching i watched that ted bundy documentary then all these other serial killer documentaries came up and i said watch some documentaries and it makes me gets me very uh <laughs> gets me down whatever so um i was watching a one of the shows on oxygen about some serial killer or whatever and there were, it was a story about this 
person. I don't remember the guy's name, but he was a serial killer. And they, oh, it was this, it was a show on Oxygen, and it was about my f- monster in my family or something like that. And I guess you know what it was. I'm, I was fascinated at or intrigued about people who weren't what they seem. That's what was really bothering me. I think that's what really stuck with me with uh, the Ted Bundy documentary, that like the woman who was his girlfriend, who knowing someone, living with someone, being with them and not knowing them, you know, that's probably what was getting me. And um, anyway, so one of the episodes, this woman was talking about her brother who is now in jail. I think he was executed actually because he was a serial killer. And, um, but she said she, she, he was her protector as they grew up. So they grew up in an abusive home and obviously they were, they were put through horrendous neglect and abuse and the serial killer was the older brother and he protected his younger sister. And she said that, you know, if not for him, he, she would not have survived her childhood. And it was just a horror that he, what he turned into. And, but the other thing is, as they were growing up, he, and then they were young, young teenagers and young adults. And he was sharing with her that he was sick. He said, I'm sick. I have violent fantasies. I need help. I fear I'm going to hurt somebody. And they went to uh, get him help. They went to a, 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 a mental hospital and they wanted him to be committed so he can get treatment. Guess what happened? He didn't have insurance. Okay? And in this, you know, half-hour show or whatever, they were saying, no one ever brought it up. That's the thing. Why didn't they blame the insurance company? And the the woman, the sister, was like, yeah, we tried to get him help. We took him numerous places to get him help. It's not him. It's us, too. The society and the victims that he fucking killed because the insurance racket and I, I, I argue this all the time it's not just about people who are violent uh, others who are carrying diseases or whatever This is it's about the community too we all have to live in the aftermath and the consequences of conservatism and that's it conservatism killed people uh, set that serial killer on the f- on the streets loose in the community without treatment and it's heartbreaking i don't know man if i were i don't know i can't i don't even want to think about it but the, to think about if someone a family member yeah it's blame the blame the insurance racket they killed they helped they helped set a serial killer free right because of money greed and in the documentary or the the half hour show right it's 
the thing I'm trying to do and what we, we're doing here, just talking about it and hopefully getting the word out, is changing the conversation, right? Changing the conversation about that. Not just saying, isn't that terrible? This person who was mentally ill, who knew it, who knew he was going to hurt people and wanted to get help before that happened, wasn't allowed to do it because of the insurance racket. I mean, that's a, that is a shame and, and a, so much pain that was avoidable. And that's what the insurance racket does. It is unbelievable that, um, you know, we're in this boat now, that where greed is the only American value, but everywhere we look are the consequences of conservatism, and that's one of them. Now, I hope we get to the point where if there's a show like that, hopefully, uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want another real-life thing happening, of course, but if if something like that um, is on the media, that we that it's also discussed um, accurately, right? Where we give credit where credit's due. It's um, the the insurance racket is really the the problem in the scenario here. It's not just the guy. At least he knew he he was sick. He tried to get help. It, that just makes me insane thinking about that. And imagine if you're somebody who lost somebody or you're a victim. That's what the insurance racket does. We're all victimized by greed. Oh, brother. All right, my friends. Guys, guys, guys. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go uh, watch that Don't Look Up in the Sky or something. There's something on Netflix. Don't Look Up, it's called. Because I was talking to Robin earlier, and she was like, oh, you should watch this Don't Look Up. And she was the third person today that mentioned that to me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. And thank you, guys. I really want to thank you for everything. Thank you for the super chats, of course, but for hanging out and for being here and being a part of this community and everything. Your support, financially, of course, but spiritually, emotionally, and every other way. Guys, yep, we will win. That's what they know. That's why they have to pretend and wear MLK shirts and talk about uh, who am I, Rosa Parks, what it, you know, because we're on the right side of history. Exactly. Here comes Tara Jr. Jr. We're on the right side of, come on, come on. Here you go. I know, honey. All right, honey, sit down. We're on the right side of history, right, honey? <laughs> Thank you, guys. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy, and we will win. I'm not sure when we will see each other, but we stick together, we win. I'll see you very soon. I love you all. Thank you.